It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line, News Radio 610-K1A. It is Tuesday afternoon. Our phone number is 547-1610. You can reach us via email, 610k1a.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're available on Twitter at Bottom Line 610, Parlor at The Bottom Line 610, Facebook page too now, The Bottom Line 610. You can hit us up there. Free mobile app, Google Play, Apple Stores. Get quite a few messages through that. In fact, we got a great one last night, actually, when we got off the air, Ed. Yeah. Uh, Since we can't gather with many families and friends for the holidays due to Jay's recommendations, how about we gather lots together to get tested for COVID? Is there a rule about that? And then we can have our holiday festivities while we're testing. There you go. I can can get down with that. That's, That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. Well, look, there's there's a huge spike in testing. Yeah. And huge, huge spike in cases. Not well, a, not, not a huge just spike in deaths though. No, but I mean specifically about testing because people are getting their test done expecting a negative coming back and then being able to justify having Thanksgiving dinner with all their family members saying well i don't have it you know but again the for what it's worth the cdc uh is actually uh moving the goal line again uh the cdc had been recommending a 14-day quarantine yes um even with a negative test result yes now they are saying they still recommend a 14-day quarantine period if you feel like you've been in contact with somebody but you can move that to seven to ten days with a negative test result so that's why you've seen so many people last week and the week before uh getting their tests done i'm gonna guess most didn't even have symptoms but just so they could get that certificate that says they have a negative test result right so just in case the police come knocking on their door which they won't no but you know just but to justify having these police around here won't no they won't but you know whether it's to justify it to their other family or friends or just the angry mob on social media or whomever they can justify having a normal Thanksgiving with a negative test result. I'm not saying that that's what you should do, uh, but I it, that is Too what's happening. Now. That's that's what's been happening. So that's just going to throw that out there. No, I I I, I, I hear you on that. Um, CDC is also saying that a vaccine uh, could wind up hitting states by the second week of December. Yeah, that About three go- weeks. Governor Inslee yeah. is uh, wrapping up his uh, news conference, yeah. and we gleaned that from what he was saying, that all the governors yesterday were briefed that, yes, mid-December. Yeah, but it's interesting because those other governors actually gave dates, and, and Jay Inslee didn't. And his excuse for that 
His excuse for that, which we're supposed to believe, okay, we're supposed to believe him when he says that he didn't want to give a date because, you know, well, it could change. It could be a day or two off. Uh, In all reality, I don't think he wanted to give a date because uh, he hasn't decided what he's going to do with it yet. Well, no, he has decided what he's going to do with it. He's announced previously that that the... Well, federally, the federal mandate is it is going to nursing homes and frontline workers first. It is. Yes, that's a federal mandate, so he can't mess with that. No, he no, he can he can distribute. I mean, he, he that's the distribution yes. mandate. But what he has said before, he said what last week or the week before, uh, whenever that was, that uh, in a nutshell, <laughs> I don't think I'm 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 putting words in his mouth, even though I'm not directly quoting him. He doesn't trust the Trump administration. Well, no, and I don't so, trust him. So he, so he is going to uh, have the state do its own investigation, vetting, whatever you want to call it. Who knows how long that's going to take? He did make reference to that yes. uh, when, when asked about it during his news conference that, you know, yes, we're going to get the vaccines. You know, all the states are going to get them shipped out, you know, to them. Mid-December, you know, so that, that's that's good news. That's like three weeks away, something like that. That's pretty good. In all truth, I think he just wants to hold it until January 21st <laughs> before he well, gives it out so we can so we well, give Joe all the credit. So here. But here's the thing. He did. He did say that even though they are going to do their own um, review of the vaccine, he says what we've seen so far looks like. Uh, you know, everything's been done on the up and up. Shocking. Oh, yeah, they're going to they're going to intentionally kill Americans with the vaccine. Well, again, he doesn't trust this president. And then he made a, another snide offhand remark about how the, the federal, uh, you know, health industry, um, CDC and all the rest that are pushing out the vaccines apparently haven't been corrupted by this current administration of course let's go to the phones you're up on the bottom line who's this where are you calling from uh chris from richland hi chris what's up uh two things uh i thought that the left uh, super doctor hero fauci came out and dispelled all the uh so-called issues with this vaccine promising that there's no corners cut and that everything was done perfectly right and i thought with his blessing that there would be well, a lot less complaining and a lot less assumption that orange man bad, therefore vaccine bad. Um, second thing is, uh, is it possible that Inslee might be a little slighted because John Kerry got his job? <laughs> John Kerry didn't get his job. John no. Kerry did not get get what John Kerry is getting is a ceremonial position. He is not. Uh, he's not actually heading a department he no. is he is more like it's climate uh, change czar there is no position yes currently he's in the ministry of any kind he's just going to get to live off taxpayers for another few years to do absolutely nothing in a made-up position uh to congratulate john for all of his cockamamie garbage with climate change what he will get to do though is fly all over in a private jet yes. all over the world creating more uh climate change at our uh, expense stuff. 
uh, you know, meeting, you know, much like he did with, uh, when he was Secretary of State, right? He will, he so, will get to go over and bow to uh, Iran- Iranian presidents mm-hmm. and uh, Shahs. Yes. And, uh, or I'm sorry, um, Ayatollahs. Right. Uh, so he'll, get, he'll do what? that. Um, he'll kiss the butt of Iran and the other countries that hate us because uh, that's, that's what John Kerry did when he was Secretary of State. What I found interesting was when that announcement was made, uh, you know who chimed in. She's known by her three initials. She's from New York. Oh, yes. And she and the other members of their little uh, group uh, were saying things like, yeah, you know, that's fine. John Kerry is fine and all that stuff. But we want somebody to take the reins uh, for climate change here domestically. And her number one choice was the current governor of the state of Washington. Yeah. Well, we do know where he leans. But, you know, it's interesting, too. And, 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 and we, should, we should throw this out there. Um, a lot of people talked about COVID and that the pandemic was all of a sudden going to go away after Election Day. All of a sudden, the pandemic was going to go away after the election. Coronavirus was going to be a thing of the past. Mm -hmm. Boy, were we wrong. And I don't mean it because of the cases. What I mean is after the election, you noticed Democrat governor after Democrat governor after Democrat governor imposed harsher lockdowns, more more strict regulations. Why? Because this is what they've been waiting for. Joe Biden... Joe Biden hangs on, wins the election. Joe Biden is inaugurated as the next president of the United States. They now have their mandate to begin to change America, and coronavirus will be the weapon they use to do it. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Well, it's HVAC. What's going on? I was going to say that, uh, you're, yeah, you're right. The reason I, everything went all nuts and everything is because pedophile Biden decided to get he got cheated into office i'm not it's not quite 100 percent yet but it kind of appears like it's going to be that way um my thing is is that you know i mean i don't i don't know what everybody expected i didn't know if they thought that by voting the pedophile in that all the governors would be like oh yay we got somebody that's on our side it's okay now guys let's go through i personally believe that either way whether trump would have won you know outright because we or if Biden would have run out one outright and there had been any all this litigation and laws and all this going on, either way they would have just rammed it down our throats. If Trump would have won, it would have been my bet. It'd probably been worse, but I don't know. Anyways, Inslee's an idiot. Don't trust him. Everything he says is a lie. <laughs> okay, appreciate the call. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is from Pasco, and I want to change the direction of the conversation. Um, there was a protest at the courthouse this morning and a lot of good things said on behalf of, of businesses. But then a couple of people thought it'd be good to carry that onto a private lane and to harass Brad and Deborah Peck at their home. And, you know, if, if people are going to claim to be conservatives and Republicans, they certainly don't represent me. And when somebody is duly elected by the people, you have to accept that. That's what we talk about with Trump, that we've got two people, especially, that, you know, one of them is not even from this county, going over there with bullhorns and all kinds of things, and that is just not what we do in Franklin County. 
And so when the REORG meeting comes for the Franklin County Republicans, I want people to seriously attend and voice who they do want to represent them. Because this has become absolutely obnoxious and stupid. It's invaded the business of the people on the Franklin County Commissioner's meetings, and I am fed up. Appreciate the Thank call. Thank you for the call, Michelle. You want to take a call or you want to take a break? Uh, let's take a break. We're going to take a break because believe me. We were we were going to talk about this. Oh, yes, we were. <laughs> Just not right now, but maybe we will. Maybe we will. We, we, after today, we might have to rename the show, Ed. Oh? Might not be the bottom line after today. Uh-oh. It might be something that we are going to play that was said earlier this morning. You're going to hear it loud and clear. Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at BottomLine610. Now, back to the show, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio 610-KONA. The phone number is 547-1610 if you'd like to get involved. Perfection Tire, four locations here in the Tri-Cities. To serve you, they've been serving you for 58 years. 58 years. That is generations your car, your parents' car, your grandparents' car, Perfection Tires taking care of it. From the tires, the shocks, the struts, the belts, they do a lot more than tires. Perfection is in their name. Perfection Tire, visit their website for all the services they provide, perfectiontire.com. Robin Dan hanging with you. And, um, you know, you many times have described yourself as, as you're the yellow line. You are as middle of the road as you can get because... That is the way you choose to view things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Do you if you, we'll put it this way. <laughs> if you told me that you were, you know, that you were farther left than the Pacific Ocean, I think that's fine, too. It's your life. You choose to view things how you want to view things, okay? I've always considered myself a Reagan conservative. Okay. Okay. Always considered myself a Reagan conservative, and being a Reagan conservative is is you know I don't know if it's if it's being a quote Republican or if or if there's a different different element to being a Reagan conservative because if what I witnessed this morning uh, is what being a Republican is now, that I'm not a Republican. Um. Because what what was done, and we it's like I, I feel like we're 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 doing the same show as yesterday. Um, because yeah, we talked about what, what happened on Sunday, right? Oh, and before I get into that, Joey Gibson, go home, go home, go back to Portland, go home. You don't need to be out in front of people's homes. This is the second day in a row you've been out in front of somebody's home harassing them. Go home. Don't you have Antifa to deal with in Portland? Well, maybe your time would be better spent there than harassing people that live in our community and and using Jesus as your defense or your means. You're here to inspire somebody with Jesus. You're here to inspire somebody with Jesus, shouting at them through a megaphone, harassing and trying to intimidate them in front of their house because, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. That's what Jesus did. That's that's the kind of behavior that Jesus would absolutely be all over right there, harassing people and trying to intimidate them outside of their homes. Jesus was all about that. Man, I must have missed all those passages in the Bible where Jesus 
harassed and attempted to intimidate people in their homes through a megaphone. Man, thank you for teaching me and converting me. You just showed me the light the last two days, man. Go well, back to Portland. We we talked about yesterday what happened on Sunday with the uh, employee at uh, the Liquor and Cannabis Board in, in, and in front of his home. And those people, were, that group of protesters, were on uh, public property. They were on the sidewalk. Yes. And so they weren't doing anything illegal. You could certainly make a case that they weren't doing anything that was particularly nice. Yeah, the harassment and attempted intimidation part Sure, of yeah. but yeah. but standing on the sidewalk across from that You're not on home, private property. No, you're not. So for those that are just joining us, and we appreciate the phone call last last uh, last segment. We were going to talk about this. We'll move this up now that it's it's, yeah, it's out there. It's we, fine. We shall grease the wheels a little bit. That's and that's fine. That's fine. It, it, we're we're nothing if if not adaptable. Um, so the same group that was out in front of that uh, that person's home on Sunday uh, was out in front of the Franklin County Courthouse this morning, uh, before and during and probably a little bit after the county commissioner's meeting, which was all remote. Um, but, you know, anybody who listened into the the entire 15-minute uh, commissioner's meeting uh, could hear the demonstrators in the back because they had a bullhorn. Okay. Again, public property, right? The mm-hmm. courthouse. Yeah. Protesting at the county courthouse. I mean, that's that's about as American as it gets, right? Absolutely. Okay. So then, at that point, things turned and, and went down a different road, literally. Mm-hmm. Many of the same group, roughly a couple dozen, two or three dozen people, 25, 30 people, uh, decided to take that act on the road and go find the home of one of the county well, commissioners. To, to, to back up just a touch, uh, in, in doing some digging on this and talking to a few different people, uh, it turns out that someone at the courthouse, at the rally, announced the address of Commissioner Peck. Ah. And then said, hey, why don't we go over there? So the angry mob so it sounds now goes to, that, down. It almost sounds to me like inciting. Hmm. Could be. You, you, you put out the address of an elected official and suggest that a group of these individuals go there and do what? Well... We're gonna we're gonna share a little bit of, of what was said, um, because uh, again, if if this is what it means to be a Republican now, I, I guess I'm not. I'll stick with being a Reagan conservative, because if 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 you you behave like this and you consider yourself a Republican, you're an embarrassment to the Republican Party. You're an embarrassment to anybody that shares those ideals. You're going to somebody's private house. You're going to somebody's residence. And you're doing this kind of stuff? This is the same stuff that you you complain the Democrats do. Well, not just that. Earlier this summer, when there were BLM rallies in the Tri-Cities, 
many of you listening to the show were saying that that was garbage, what they were doing. Do you feel the same way now that it's quote unquote your side that is taking up the baton? We'll, we'll play you some audio from, uh, from the confrontation earlier today, and we'll take your phone calls after this break. 547-1610. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved, you know, Ed, for a long time, uh, we actually took a lot of pride in saying that, that things that were happening in other places didn't happen here. Yeah. We we're very happy about that. Yeah. We didn't have the toxic political environment. We didn't have um, the 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 uncivil behavior, the the lack of discourse. We didn't have that in the Tri-Cities. And, the, the massive confrontations. Yes. Over the last couple of years, that's changed. Um, it's changed quickly, in fact. Yeah. And... Um, Yesterday, it was outside the home of an agent for the Liquor and Cannabis Bureau. This morning, it was following a rally when some people thought it would be a great idea to announce the address of Commissioner Brad Peck and his wife, and then they would all go over to his home. Yes. And uh, in that process, as they, 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 they went to his home, they failed to, uh, I guess, do their diligence that Commissioner Peck lives on a private road. Um, different areas of Pasco are developed different ways. And part of what's developed in, in the area where the commissioner lives was a private parcel. So the individual who owns the parcel owns the road that is in that area. So it mm-hmm. makes it a private road, which means yes. it's not public property. Yes. Which means you can be trespassed which means that these people went onto private, private property and decided to gather in a very small neighborhood and bring their bullhorns and shout things that were completely and totally unbelievable. Like this one. You're either an enemy of the people or you're with us. You're either an enemy of the people or you're with us. You're an enemy of the people or you're with us. So that means that if you're not with the group of 30, you're an enemy of the people. Yes. It's either our way and the way we see it, or you are an enemy of the people. You're either with us or against us. Now, you can take that a couple of ways. You could take that, well... We'll give you the couple of ways after we go to the phone. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, it's Michelle calling back. You know, that's what. Turn your radio down, Michelle. Michelle, turn your radio down. I I am. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's what really got me upset. (laughs) Backpack is following the rules. There are rules. We don't like them. There are ways to deal with it, but you don't go to the law abiding people. And start yelling at them that they're hiding. There's only one person that goes to the county courthouse and goes there presently in person against the rules as a public official. And that is Clint Didier. And that words of that, out of that man's mouth are, are a reflection of how Clint Didier is leading the Franklin County Republicans 
and how he's having people call in to the county meetings trying to catch uh, Brad Peck and Travelgate, which he's the one that brought it to their attention in the first place. I mean, when we see Antifa doing these kinds of things at a a, a black uh, sheriff in Chop's house and surrounding their house, we get really mad. But what are these people thinking? These people aren't thinking right at all. And then Lisa Thomas yelling, we've got the guns and we're going to bring them back. You know, shut up, Lisa. (laughs) You are out of your mind what you're doing. You do not represent conservatives. You do not represent the Republican Party. And when the Republican people in the primary elected Brad Peck, you know, whether you've got differences with him or not, and I'm sure that they're all thinking, oh, she's in Brad Peck's court. I'm in Franklin County's court. I live here. This is a place that I love and adore, and when I came here, it was the nicest place to be. Well, I've been here almost a dozen years, and in just two, since Big Mouth Didier has been around and his little henchmen and women, it's destroyed this place. It's caused terrible division where there wasn't any. These people go around accusing people of being mentally ill. I've been on that list, and if you want mentally ill, just go look in the mirror. These people need to go look in the mirror. They are wrong. They don't have all the facts, and they're just simply causing problems. This isn't how you do things. There's something called civility, and this is not – I'm with you. I'll be a a Reagan Republican or conservative or whatever, but these people do not represent Franklin County either. They really don't. But Clint Diggins got them convinced that they do, you know, and he needs to shut up and do the will of the people. He doesn't. He tells us that we're wrong. And then he's got somebody else better to run. And the guy that ran was a really decent person, but he, I don't think he knew enough to, see, to realize what he was doing. But that wasn't enough for him. When he went to get support from other people up the line in the Republican Party, they told him not to do it, not to run in the general and do a write-in because it would be just as divisive. And they didn't care. They were going to put on their cape and win. Do you know how much money these people spent? I do. It's outrageous. And they forgot to support Trump. They forgot to support all the the statewide decent people. They're focused on one person, and that is because of the leadership of Clint Dittier. He should be recalled. He doesn't do the will of the people. And this is what is left after he leaves the room. A bunch of people that think they're doing the right thing when they're absolutely wrong. Okay. Appreciate the call. I, I got nothing Michelle to say. Michelle had a it. lot on her mind I got too, nothing to share to with say us. After that. Oh, wow. Well, I think you do because you're, wow, you, the listeners, are now say. lighting up the phones. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. It's Pat. Hi, Pat, up, Pat. What's going on? Hey, you know, and I totally agree with what she said, and I've agreed with what you guys have said, but until these cities... And these representatives and and all across the country start holding people accountable. It's just like the sheriff that lost her job because she tried holding people responsible for tearing down and destroying public or private property. And until we as a nation stand up against this stuff, this stuff is going to keep going on. And it's a bunch of BS what's going on. And and we just as a nation need to stand up and hold people accountable for this. But it's the right people, Pat. 
And that's the thing. It's the right people. You have to hold the right people accountable. The right people are the people that can do something about it. In fact, I I watched video of the rally this morning that happened outside of the Franklin County Courthouse. And Commissioner-elect Rocky Mullen, who is a small business owner, was talking. And he was saying, there's not really a lot commissioners can do. There's really nothing commissioners can do because it's in the hands of the state legislature. They're the ones that can do something. He, he was getting booed. There were people that were catcalling and booing. And he's speaking the truth. He's actually speaking the truth that that city council members and commissioners really can't do anything. That They have no standing in this. They can't do anything. They do something as a private citizen and file a lawsuit if they want. But as a board of commissioners and as a city council, they can't overturn what is going on. The state legislature has to do that. So here's a guy that just got elected, and they're booing and catcalling him because he's telling them the truth. What does that tell me? Does it tell me the crowd assembled? has no idea what the hell they're talking about? Or does it tell me that maybe, just maybe, there's too much Kool-Aid being passed around? You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Grace, my favorite there, Rob. (laughs) Um, It's always a favorite. Yeah, this is Dave from Kennewick. What's up, Um, Dave? Just like yelling fire in theater, there's a lot of things in life um, that you can do legally, maybe we shouldn't do because it's just not morally right. Um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of morals that just have been lost. Um, we can't, one side cannot point fingers at the other side and then turn around and commit the same things that they were pointing their finger at and shaking the wagon. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. Um, I know a lot of people are losing their poise. A lot of people are tired, beat down. But this is where we have to start being a little more disciplined because everybody out there, we are humans. Uh, we all have feelings. We all have families. We all want the same thing, I do believe. We all want to be happy and free. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Thanks for the comments, Dave. It's perfect. I mean, it really is. It's perfect. Absolutely. What has been going on, and we saw it on the left of the ideological spectrum first, and now we're seeing it, unfortunately, here in our community, on the right side of that spectrum, is no longer are you an R or a D And R's hate D's and D's hate R's. There is now subgroups on both sides that are attacking their own. It's not good enough to, to sling mud to the other party. We saw this over the summer with the, with the protests in larger cities and the response by democratically elected, well, Democrats in Seattle and Portland and some of the other cities 
that allowed this to go on, and then they turned on them. Uh, they, you know, the mob turned on Ted Wheeler. The mob turned on Jenny Durkin yep. and, and many others. And now you're seeing it on the right-hand side of the, of the spectrum, where it's not good enough to be a conservative Republican. You've got to think the way we think, or we're going to treat you the same way. Or you're an enemy of the people. Uh, five four seven one six ten. Back with more after this. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline. 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. On News Radio 610. K-O-N-A. Welcome back to the bottom line. News Radio 610. K-O-N-A. 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Uh, before we go to the phone, we got a message that we want to share. And, and the person that sent us the message uh, asked to... Exclude their name, and we will respect that request. I agree with the lady that called in recently concerning Franklin County Commissioner Clint Didier. He's been trying to split our county for quite some time. I'm a fourth-generation, born-and-raised Franklin County resident. It's extremely difficult to know that close friends support Clint Didier and his machinations in our county. So thank you for the message. We appreciate it. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Daniel Kennewick. Hi, Daniel. Hey, um, I wonder if we might just put down today's um, discussion and go back to yesterday, uh, the second hour you spent the whole time discussing this um, the Sunday encounter with the... Uh, hey, Daniel, the same thing happened Daniel. this morning. It yes. was a repeat. Yeah, but, oh, see that? You guys went out on a... Um, on a note that I wanted to respond to, and that was Leslie, Leslie's call at the end there. And I just wanted to uh, bring up a point. You fellows are getting paid compensation from Cherry Creek Broadcasting Corporation, and people are really, business people, restaurants, um, people are really ticked off. And... They risk their their blood, their sweat effort, their financial fortune, just this attempt to get a return on investment. And we must consider how these power-mad governors have destroyed that American desire to become self-reliant and and make a buck. You know how hard it is to make a buck? I mean, with this, and that fella, um, or the Sunday incident, those are state employee revenuers. So my point is, is that if heat can be applied in a, in a, um, a fair manner, that it needs to be um, efforted to seek some uh, results because right now we're just spinning our wheels and just think about how hard it is just to make those fines a 10 grand. I don't know if it's a day or the first offense. People in family businesses are, um, are lucky to even make and clear five grand 
in a year. So it's really uh, it's really harsh out here. And when you're not getting paid, it really can make people um, hostile. So that's it. I'm sure, out. absolutely. You're absolutely right, Daniel. It can. But, but if you're going to send a message, be smart about how you send your message. You don't send your message to the person that can't do anything about it. You don't pick on the weakest person in the link. You don't waste your time and effort screaming at somebody that can't do a stinking thing to change it. You devote your energy and attention to the people that can. Those are your state legislators, and that's the governor. Those are the people that can do something about it. An agent for an agency in a department that has no contact with the governor is not where you focus your energy because they can't do anything about it except their job, which is what they're hired to do. And to tell somebody that they should quit their job because you don't like their job and you don't like the fact that they're being forced to do their job, who the hell are you? Okay, can I... Who are you to tell somebody to quit their job because you don't like it? This is the problem. We, the ends don't justify the means in these cases. This is the problem. This is exactly what you laid out exactly. I was having a flashback moment to what? A couple of months ago when there were Blue Lives Matter protests or you know, if people in favor of, of the police and those that were against the police. We saw BLM... And Antifa people, not just in our community, but all around the Northwest, get in the faces of police officers who are there to do their job. If you don't like the laws, go after the people who make the laws. You don't go after the local people who enforce the laws. This is the same thing, only it's different people using that tactic. And look, Daniel... We agree. We have never once on this program said, yeah, you know, those small businesses, they just need to suck it up. No. Lockdowns are great. No, we have never said that. Nor have we ever all. said that. Never, ever, ever. We support local businesses. We support people's rights. But here's the thing. But, other thing but we, we don't support harassment. But this is the other thing that we support. Each individual's right to choose what they want to do. If you are a local business and you choose to open up, God bless you. If you're a local business and you choose to err on the side of caution and close, God bless you. It's your choice. It's your business. Because you know what? All the people that are out there screaming and yelling and telling you what to do, good luck getting a check from them if you get fined. Good luck getting a check from them if your business is forced to close and you can't make ends meet. They're not going to be there to give you a check. No, they're just going to be there to shrug their shoulders and say, gosh, I'm really sorry this happened to you, while they're telling other people to do the same thing. It's great that they're telling you to do this, that you should open up. Well, it's your business. It's your decision. Nobody else's. If you want to open up, open up. If you don't want to open up, don't open up. It's your decision because these people telling you to do it, they're not cutting you a check. Nor will they. They only care about advancing their agenda. Just like what we saw earlier in the year from a different group with a different agenda, it's the same bullying tactics. (sighs) 
I need a break. Good thing we've got one. Hour number one is done. Hour number two is on the way. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Hour number two of the bottom line next.